0: Hi, I'm Jennifer, and it's a great day to be with you. I don't know what kind of day you've had. It has been a busy week. I mean, wow, how much more can we pack in, right, to one week? We kicked off the week I met with... Wow, I think there were over a 100 women at the church next door on the west side of Columbus, and we are kicking off the Book of Ruth, and we're going to do that today. We we did that together. We had pizza. We had a grand old time, and many were online in Zoom rooms and all sorts of places. We were all together, fellowshipping, reading God's Word, enjoying God's Word. So that was the beginning of the week. And then staff meetings and board meetings and unloading new staff, all uh, lots of exciting things happening at the church next door. If you haven't been, I want to meet you. I hope you'll come join us. We have three services every weekend at the church next door. We have such a great time. And then wow today I I visited a dear, dear dear friend probably in my top besties. I talked to my sister on the phone. I talked to my brother-in-law on the phone. So I had chat chats and then ran into the office and in the office we had all sorts of, you know, you have to solve problems, do this, do that. The list is a mile long and then I I came to the station. So here I am. I am live at the station looking at Alan. I'm so thankful for Alan. He's, Alan Rogers, such a great producer here at 880 and it's a good day. So what kind of day have you had? I don't know, but You're listening to Simply for Women. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and I'm really glad. I wish we were having a cup of coffee right now because one of the things on my heart and in the depths of my heart is the love for God's Word. And I love more than anything to sit with women and talk about His Word, meditate on His Word. You know, to me, that is great joy. I I don't know, but I love to do that. And so that's what we're going to do today the book of Ruth. So we're kicking it off. I'm going to do a quick overview and this may take us a couple days, but we want to overview the book of Ruth together and then we'll comb through it. So our, our church is doing small groups. The women are doing small groups on the book of Ruth. And you think, how can one book with four chapters, each chapter only has one to 23 verses in it. How could you do an entire small group study on such a short book, but we are. There's so much depth. There's so much richness. You know, the Bible, I get really excited about the Bible because it's trustworthy. It's truth. It's proven. And there's just nothing like the Bible. There, there are not many things in our day and age, in our society, in our time that we can really rely and depend on. But we can rely and depend on the word of God. And the other amazing thing about the Bible is that it's relevant. So you think, wow, this Old Testament book, uh, the book of Ruth, how could that have anything to do with today? That, That doesn't seem like that would be relevant. But it is. So many similarities to the day's of the book of Ruth and to our time right now. So that's what we're going to look at. I, I called the book of Ruth, the greatest love story of all time. So I, I'm the hopeless romantic. (laughs) So I love, I love that title, the greatest love story of all time. It's one of those. And it's really what a love story between Ruth and Naomi, her mother-in-law, Ruth and Boaz, her soon to be husband, but also what's unique about the book of Ruth is that it's a love story that gives us a picture. It paints a picture of God's great love for us, of God's redemption of our lives, of God buying us back. And so that's another reason why I call it the greatest love story of all time. You know, none of us escape this world without experiencing a broken heart of loss, sorrow, or suffering. And so if you've ever wondered if God really loves you, maybe you struggled as a stranger Or you've wept along the road. Well, if that's the case, the study of Ruth, it's a study of transformation. And it's for you. Ruth was just like you and me. And let's follow her. We want to follow her on a journey where she stepped out of comfort and convenience. And she entered into a land of God possibilities and restoration. Her courage, her tenacity in the face of crisis is going to move you to trust God for your life. So why don't we say a quick prayer and then we'll just dive into chapter one. God, I thank you. I thank you for this day. I thank you that we can sit across the table today, the the cup of coffee with our Bibles open with one another, looking into your word that we can be together. And I pray that you would fill us with the truth of your word that you would encourage us to be strengthened that we could love our families that we would be committed to the people in our lives and we would be devoted to you and we would move forward the way Ruth moved forward so we ask you to come come into this day help us today in Jesus name Amen Amen it's so good to be with you so Ruth chapter 1 I want to go ahead and just read one 1 to 2, it says, in the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land. So a man from Bethlehem and Judah, together with his wife and two sons, went to live for a while in the country of Moab. The man's name was Elimelech, and his wife's name was Naomi, and the names of his two sons were Malon and Kilion. They were Ephraimites from Bethlehem in Judah, and they went to Moab and lived there. Okay, well, that was a mouthful. But the interesting thing about Ruth 1 that we just read is that Israel, this was Israel's life in the time of the Judges. When you think about the Judges, the Judges, it was a disorderly time. It was a disorderly time. That's why they needed the Judges. But for the most part, Israel knew God. Israel loved God. Israel honored God. But during the Judges, they were off track a little bit. And Sometimes when that happened, God would send a famine or allow a famine, and that's what was happening during this time. There was famine in the land, and Elimelech, the father, decides to go to Moab. Well, you have to realize, I, in retrospect, I'm not sure if he made the best decision. You can be the judge as we go through and see what you think. But there were only two kids. And I can't imagine that he would really take them that far away because of the famine. Hmm, I don't know. But he did. He did. And it was not an easy journey. They had to go south. So if you go from Bethlehem south, it's near Masada. You go through the desert. That's where King Herod built a southern palace. It's very hot. The Dead Sea is the lowest point on earth. So they go down south, and then they cross the land bridge over into Moab, which is modern-day Jordan. So there they were. That was a hot, dry, long hike to the land of Moab. And the thing about Moab, if you remember Isaac in the Bible, he had two sons. He had Jacob and Esau. They were twins. Well, Moab is where the descendants of Esau lived, and the land was full of idol worship. The land was full of disorderly conduct. This was not, you know, this is not Israel. (laughs) This was Moab. And that's where Elimelech decided to take them. Well, Ruth married Malon and then her sister Orpah married Kilion. So they married the two brothers. And there was just, you know, you think about the decisions that you make they affect your entire family don't they so the, the decision that elimelech made it affected it affected his sons it affected the entire family it affected naomi so they married those boys and the time of famine ended up that elimelech died and melon died and Kilion died so now you have two you have three widows you have naomi ruth and orpa And Naomi knows home and where's home? Home is in Bethlehem. Home is in Judah. Home is in Israel. And she knows home. Naomi knows home and Naomi knows God. Naomi knows the God of the Bible, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the one true and living God. And Naomi, even in her grief-stricken state, she says, I'm going to head home. I'm heading home. That's one of the things I really love about Naomi is that she, she says, call me Mara, call me bitter. But her name, Naomi, actually means pleasant. But she was so distraught. She's, she's lost both sons. She's lost her husband. Well, I, I, you can only imagine. So she's in this place of suffering, in this desperate place. So she, that's why she's saying, call me Mara, call me bitter. But, and, you know, I don't know. She's kind of questioning God. And we can think about that a little bit because would we blame her? I mean, she was really in a tough place. So I, I mean, that's hard. But one thing that was cool about Naomi is that she, even in her grief, even in her difficulty, she headed toward home and she headed toward God, toward God's people. So I think she still had faith because even in her desperate place, she was heading in the right direction. She knew one thing, I got to get home. I got to get back to my people. I've got to get back to God's people, God's God's place in my life. And so she was headed there. And then you have Ruth. Yeah, she, she basically tells the girls, Naomi says, "Girls, you know, just stay stay here. You're young, you can get remarried. This is your land, this is your home." And Orpa must have loved her. Just as much, but Orpah weeps. They're they're weeping. They're crying, and Orpah decides to stay in Moab, but Ruth says no. And I love this next verse. It's it's the famous verse. This was my wedding verse. We may have to talk about that some tomorrow. But it's Ruth 1:16, and Ruth says to Naomi, in all these tears and all this sorrow. So Ruth leaves her sister, leaves Moab, leaves all that she's ever known to follow Naomi. And Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people. Your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. Wow, what a powerful verse. That's Ruth one sixteen to 18. That is the most famous verse in the book of Ruth. So we're kicking it off. It's just an overview. There's so much more. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you are listening to Simply for Women. I hope you'll stay with us because we have a great guest coming right up today. So much in store for you, and I need you to do me another favor. Go to jennifer-jackson.org. Send me an email and I'll send you copies of this study. You can do it alone or in a group or join a small group or start a group. The Book of Ruth, the greatest love story of all time. So send me an email. That's right, jennifer-jackson.org.